Over the past few days, the Lyon County Fair has been going on in Marshall, and Holy Redeemer Church in Marshall has their, has their big food stand. It's the big fundraiser for the church. So they were looking for volunteers, so I signed up for a few times to, to work at the food stand at the county fair. And uh, sometimes during the food stand, there'd be a lull between mealtimes, about between noon and six, where uh, very few people came in to order food. And it was during those times of the lull that I'd just gaze out at, uh, on the midway, uh, just looking, uh, looking out on all the rides and the games that the kids were enjoying and uh, taking in the sights and sounds of the fair. Lots of bright lights on the rides, loud music blasting, screaming and yelling of excited kids on the rides or the chattering amongst people. Uh, I, I never know how, how carnies can do it, how, how they're always on the road doing carnivals or festivals throughout the year uh, with all the, all the noise. Four days of the county fair was enough for me. I can't imagine doing it 365 days out of the year. But uh, at the end of the day, I always look forward to that quiet drive home back here to Milroy and coming home to a quiet rectory. Uh, after all, all that blaring music and bright lights and sounds of yelling and talking. Everyone needs silence in their life. It's a necessity. Everything happens in the silence in nature. Have you ever noticed that? If you look out, the sunrise rises in silence. And then at the end of the day, the sun sets in silence. Earlier this morning, we had a beautiful rain. The raindrops fall from the sky in silence. In five months, when we're shoveling snow, the snowflakes will be falling from the sky in silence. Uh, every intelligible thought that comes to a, person mi- a person's mind comes in the silence. The buds on a plant grow in the silence. Flowers bloom in the silence. It's in the silence that a human life is conceived in the mother's womb. And it's in the silence at the end of a person's life that they enter into after they pass from this world into the next life. It's in the silence that things happen. God speaks in the silence. This was Elijah's experience in the first reading today. In the first reading today, we heard from the first book of Kings. There was a strong and heavy wind, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was the earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, there was a tiny whispering sound. It's in this tiny whispering sound, in this silence, that the Lord is found. And many times... uh, Silence can be scary if we're not used to it. I remember taking a uh, class at St. Thomas. It was business and a Catholic studies class. And the professor uh, would always start off the class uh, with three minutes of silence. Uh, He'd take attendance and then uh, as a seminarian, I was with other St. Thomas students. And so he'd take attendance and then we'd sit for three minutes of silence. So he gave us that opportunity each class to to experience silence. Because otherwise, normally a college student doesn't experience silence. 
Uh, silence can be scary, and it can be uncomfortable, but this is what the Lord might be asking us to do. When, the, when we enter into the silence, the Lord might be asking us to do something, like he did to Peter. The Lord invites Peter in today's gospel to step out of the boat and into the deep. Jesus looks Peter in the eye and says, Come, walk towards me, come. This is in the silence, the silence of the storm, the wind, the rain, as it's rocking the boat around. And this is the invitation from the Lord to each one of us as well today, to walk towards him, to enter into the silence. What is the boat in today's gospel? I think it's a beautiful image of our life. It's a, uh, the boat is a place of comfortability, a place of convenience or safety and security. It's when we leave the boat that we're leaving our comfort zone, where we're stepping into the deep. It reminds me of a beautiful quote by Pope Benedict XVI. He said uh, when he was Pope a few years ago, we were, made for, we were not made for comfort, we were made for greatness, uh, to step out of the comfort zone. Many times, leaving the boat, uh, or swinging, swinging our legs over the side of the boat, that's not the most difficult part. The most difficult part is after we've swung our legs over the boat, to let go of the boat, and to walk away from it. Uh, this is what the Lord is inviting us to do. Whatever we're holding on to, whatever uh, those boats are in our life, uh, those places of comfort, it could be food or wealth or uh, concerns or anxieties about our reputation or uh, struggles going on in our family or in our workplace or in the community or in, in our governments, whatever it is, to let go of that place of comfort, security, to let go of that place of safety and to step out into the deep, to walk towards the Lord. Uh, we were made for more. We were made for more. We weren't made for comfort. We were made for greatness and to, to not settle for mediocrity. That's what the Lord is inviting us to do, to rise above mediocrity. And so that's what we're called to be. We're called to be holy. The word holy means set apart. We have been set apart from the rest of society from the rest of the culture. I think it's interesting uh, where the boat is in today's gospel. Where was the boat going in today's gospel? Our gospel says, meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles offshore, was being tossed about by the waves, for the wind was against it. Uh, the wind was against the boat. Another image for the boat is the church. Many church fathers and bishops have used the church as a boat. Uh, uh, on, the store, on the stormy seas of the world. And we're, the wind is against us. We're, we're going against the current. But we remember that Christ has not abandoned us. Christ is inviting us to walk towards him. And so as we gather here in the boat, the church, uh, Christ is with us here in this moment. He gives us himself body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. During this Eucharistic revival, it's a beautiful time to enter into the silence, to, to make eye contact with the Lord, to let go of the boat behind us and to walk towards the Lord on the stormy seas of life. Today, as we gather here at this Mass, let us uh, remember that we have not been abandoned, but the Lord is inviting us to come.
to come to him in the silence.